Happy Friday. I'm Brian Colbert Kennedy, and this is Important Not Important, science for people who give a shit. The newsletter features the most important science news, how to think about it, and what the hell you can do about it. And now that includes finding a new job working on the front lines of the future at Important Jobs. At importantjobs.com, you can find curated open roles in everything from clean energy to clean foods, regenerative agriculture to artificial intelligence ethics, maternal health, and cancer research. Looking for new hires? Maybe your company's first sustainability officer? Post your open roles at importantjobs.com and get them in front of our entire community. Subscribe right now so you get this audio newsletter every Friday, plus our conversations with the smartest people in the world every Monday. You can find the digital version and links to everything at importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter or right from your show notes. It's Friday, August 27th, 2021. This week is brought to you by Alex's Lemonade Stand. Um, Folks, it's almost September, which is crazy, uh, which means it's also almost Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And folks, whether you are a casual walker uh, a baller cyclist or a running enthusiast, you can make a difference for kids with cancer next month during the ninth annual Million Mile. So what is that? Join Alex's Lemonade Stand, uh, the whole foundation, me, participants of all ages, as we try to log as many miles as possible and raise money to help kids with cancer uh, through Alex's groundbreaking research that they support and family support uh, for, for families kids with cancer for for travel and hotels and whatever they need. So our goal is to collectively move millions of miles from September 1st through September 30th. Anybody can participate. It's free. It's super awesome. Invite your friends, your family, uh, those remote coworkers you've never actually seen in person. You don't know how tall they are. Invite them to join you. Help fight childhood cancer one mile at a time. And here's the deal. Uh, Co-executive director Jay Scott, my friend and nemesis, uh, has started a team and I'm on it. And I've already made a donation, but for every shit giver that actually joins the team and actually logs more total miles than me after September 30th, when all is said and done, I'll donate an extra $500 for every shit giver that beats me. So I dare you, you can register, you can join us at millionmile.org, or you can join our team at the link in the show notes, or you can find it in the newsletter, of course. Um, That's it. Let's go. This is where I would usually uh, insert funny line here. But late last night, six-ninths of the Supreme Court, with zero arguments, decided to put millions of Americans on the street in the middle of a pandemic with the West on fire and at least one hurricane barreling towards the Gulf Coast. And now I'm furious. More below. Last week's most popular action step was supporting the Asuncion Valdiva Heat Illness and Fatality Prevention Act. Awesome. Have an action step to recommend? You can send it to questions at importantnotimportant.com and we'll put it through our vetting process. Do better, better. Context is everything. Sometimes you sit on the toilet, scroll Twitter for a bit, turn around, and it looks like you dropped a can of red paint in there. And your mind races and you plan out what's, you know, quite obviously the last day of your life. And then suddenly you remember you made a beet salad for dinner last night. Whew. When a news outlet, friend, company, or colleague hands you a piece of data, it's always helpful to take a step back and start asking questions like, what else? Where's the rest? But why? Today, you can and should apply those questions to news covering the U.S.'s progress as the world's arsenal of vaccines, how many vaccines are actually needed, 
YouTube and Facebook removing millions of accounts laden with misinformation? How many haven't they removed? Corporate zero pledges that depend on protecting forests? What if those forests burn down? EV battery explosions? How many gas-powered cars catch fire each year? Among others. Look, I got a few thousand emails about last year's Do Better Better column on employing first principles, so I know I'm preaching to a crowd of shit-givers here, but more than ever, it's essential to build a comprehensive grasp of the issues affecting everyone today, if only so you can be a trusted conduit to those around you. In climate change and clean energy news, NIMBYs. No one's saying offshore wind or solar is perfect. Every project has its issues, from land use to real local environmental concerns. But in the grand scheme of are they significantly less dangerous than gas or coal, that's pretty great. But as increasingly severe weather pounds coasts, forests, and streets worldwide, that pesky line from the Declaration of Independence about liberty keeps coming around. And besides anti-maskers and vaxxers, nobody uses it better than NIMBYs. From Gizmodo, quote, On Wednesday, a group of citizens claiming they're worried about the safety of an endangered whale filed a lawsuit against the Vineyard Wind Project, an offshore wind farm that's slated to become the first large-scale offshore project in the U.S. The suit highlights some of the challenges that could continue to face the project and the disparate groups joining together to fight against renewable energy. For context, you know what's really killing whales? Climate change. The ocean's a pot of boiling acidic pasta water, see the Gulf, so whales are chasing food into new and dangerous waters. And the single best way to alleviate those issues is to decarbonize the power sector, ASAP. America's West Coast is even further behind. California, basically top gun for NIMBYs, features zero offshore wind, and the Terminator is pushing for floating offshore turbines, but there are serious infrastructure and supply chain issues still to be worked out. And the clock's ticking. Biden's climate plans are iffy at best. His Interior Department has approved 2,000-plus new drilling permits on federal land. And California's grid will spend the next three months at least on fire, and they're adding or restarting gas plants to try and prevent almost inevitable blackouts. Meanwhile, an entire industry of green steel is waiting to get to work. Your action step? Take 30 seconds to call your congresspeople and insist that they support a big, bold climate bill. It's now or never. In COVID news, we weren't ready. If you're reading this or listening to this, you're probably vaccinated. And if you're not, please, God, email us right now and we will talk this out. Or under 12. Hi, be safe. Sorry about the F-bombs. And if you're vaccinated, you're probably still feeling pretty good about being protected against severe illness and hospitalization from COVID. But again, context, you know you can get sick or hurt from something other than COVID, right? Like a pre-existing condition or something new. In which case, it's helpful to remember that ICU beds in many parts of America are once again in very short supply. But it's not just about the beds. By some accounts, America was short 120,000 nurses before COVID. And now, quote, According to hospital executives and nursing administrators in several states, the struggle to find enough workers to care for people sick with COVID-19 has emerged as a critical problem, as other daunting shortages widespread early in the pandemic have eased. Once scarce supplies of protective gear, ventilators, and coronavirus tests are now plentiful, hospital officials consistently say. The vaccines work. But this virus, with 5 billion humans still unvaccinated, will continue to spread and continue to mutate. Delta is unique. It spreads like wildfire, but that trait, like 2003 SARS 10% fatality rate, actually makes for a finite timeline. Eventually, everyone will either be exposed to the virus or vaccinated. So the next mutation may be optimized for evasiveness over transmission. We're going to be living with it for a very long time. 
But it's 2021. And what our scientists have accomplished in a year and a half is, to be very, very fucking clear, probably the most impressive human achievement, full stop. We can keep building on those advances for this virus and the next ones. In the meantime, let's vaccinate as many people as we can. Interaction step. This week's vaccine numbers have been decent, but we're still leaving a lot of folks unprotected. Help fight disinformation among Black and Latinx groups in your area by exploring and sharing the conversation, a video-heavy campaign led by pediatrician and public health advocate, Dr. Ree Boyd. You can share the materials on Facebook too. The links are in the newsletter. In medicine and biotech news, diabetes screenings are on the rise. This isn't surprising. Overweight adults should be screened for type 2 diabetes starting at age 35, a task force recommended this week. More Americans than ever before, one in seven, have some form of diabetes. It's easy to chalk type 2 up to a lack of exercise and being overweight. But context, if one in four adults, 18 to 44, have prediabetes, why aren't we catching it or course correcting? And why are some people more likely to be diagnosed than others? It's the system. It's about access and affordability. Black, brown, and indigenous Americans over-index on diabetes in part because they are less likely to have access to affordable and healthy food, which are two separate but related problems, because they're overstressed and hotter. In urban cities, temperatures can be 10 degrees hotter, and life expectancies for minorities can be up to 10 years less than their white counterparts just down the block. And those people suffer from less access to corporate-sponsored healthcare, they're less likely to be able to afford coverage on the open market, and are less likely to be included in clinical trials. Your action step, help feed Americans with a donation or by volunteering with Feeding America. Link is in the newsletter. If you'd like to find out more about diabetes programs and clinical trials, check out the highly rated Sansom Diabetes Research Institute's website. Link is in the newsletter. Oh, it's time for the job of the week. This week's sales specialist at Drone Seed. Are you an experienced sales pro in the Washington state area or interested in moving there? It's beautiful. You're welcome. Help landowners across the West recover from catastrophic wildfires by restoring their forests as quickly as possible. Work across Drone Seed's business verticals to help draw on the right resources at the right time. Apply today. Link in the newsletter. In the human-machine interface news, it's a feature, not a bug. Our infrastructure was already in tatters, and now it's all hooked up to the internet. The answer? Cybersecurity. From The Verge, quote, tech companies like Apple, Google, and Microsoft promised to help bolster U.S. cybersecurity after a meeting with President Joe Biden at the White House on Wednesday. The pledges vary by company, but range from spending billions on cyber infrastructure to offering supply chain aid and education. Wednesday's high-profile meeting with tech CEOs comes on the heels of major cyber attacks against U.S. government agencies and energy infrastructure like the Colonial Pipeline. The reality is most of our critical infrastructure is owned and operated by the private sector and the federal government can't meet this challenge alone, Biden said at Wednesday's meeting. What that means is the federal government's biggest need is bodies. From CNBC, quote, the American Rescue Plan passed in March allocated $200 million toward tech hiring, notes Dan Schiappa, chief product officer at cybersecurity firm Sophos. Approximately one in three cybersecurity roles in the public sector are still unfilled, he says. That's about 33,000 jobs. And with a CISA vetting process, that can take up to a year for new hires. There's no time to waste. Your action step? Use common cause to call your reps and insist the International Cybercrime Prevention Act be added to the upcoming infrastructure package. From the notebook, what's the future of water wars? IKEA will now sell you solar power? Housing has long been a huge part of California's emissions problem. 
But is California on the way to passing the most significant and yet still gentle housing legislation in forever? Why the hell do Costa Ricans live so long anyways? We have the tools. We can rebuild buildings. Another wildfire-predicting startup wants to help the reinsurance market. How one hospital found more people to vaccinate. Oh, meet the TikTok star who hunts wildfires from a mountaintop. Here's five things we were very wrong about the brain. Madagascar is on the brink of climate change-induced famine. Moderna gang submitted their papers for FDA approval, and now we wait. Coming to a San Diego home near you, pure water. Pandemic seemingly in the rearview mirror, the UK is wasting food at 2019 rates. China would like to shut down, let me check my notes here, 40,000 hydropower plants because Mao's dams and climate change have drained the rivers. Meet the newly elected black women driving a more equitable agriculture policy. Related, is it time to break up big ag? Probably. Biden is putting almost $100 million toward childhood mental health. Hey, let's talk important jobs. Every week we share featured roles from important jobs right here in the newsletter. If you're hiring and want to get your open role in front of our community, submit a featured role for free by clicking the link in the newsletter. This week, Counterfactual Ventures looking for a co-founder, Lean Toss, hiring a product designer, apply to be the software engineer of hardware systems at Kairos Aerospace, or senior software engineer at Eleanor Health, Lanza Tech in Illinois is hiring a scientist for cell-free applications, and C16 Biosciences needs a controller. You can browse 60-plus open roles or list your own for free at importantjobs.com. Hey, some of the important podcasts in the news, Dr. Errol Bush on the frustrating lack of black patients getting heart transplants, Dr. Kim Cobb on coral reefs and the future of the climate fight, Rick Namias on how to provide food for thousands of food insecure families across SoCal, and a young person and immigration pro Jessica Cisneros is running for the House of Representatives again. Okay, that's it for this week. To go deeper on any of the news or to find your action steps, go to important.important.com slash newsletter. Thanks as always for being a part of our community and thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.